It has been 12 days, and we have not heard a single peep from Daryl Sutter. Are we ever going to hear from him? Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Lockdown Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Bomasto, and thank you so much for hanging out with me on this fine Monday. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNNHL for $20 off your first purchase. We're going to talk about Daryl Sutter today. I know, surprise, surprise. Um, he still has not answered for anything. Uh, the lack of accountability is not like you want to end this season on a on a higher note than that, and just having not having him answer for anything just leaves a really sour taste in people's mouths. And there's no bow on this season. It, there's no conclusive answers. Um, but make sure that you um, subscribe and follow for free on YouTube and wherever you get your. Uh, podcasts because we are going to be here for you all off season and as this whole thing just unravels playoffs continue AHL playoffs continue the Wranglers are starting their series on Wednesday go to the Saddle Dome if you can uh, we're, we're here for you we're here for you through the draft free agency trades anything just hang out with us here on Lockdown Flames it's somehow been 12 days since the flame season ended I was looking at the calendar and I was like, no, it, it had to have been longer than that. But at the same time, it feels like it was just yesterday. And <laughs> what's crazy to me is that Daryl Sutter is still not spoken to the media. There has been like nothing from management, like upper management or anything saying like, yeah, he's not going to like address the media or he's going to address the media at a later date, anything like that. But, like, players are back home and, like, they're enjoying their off-season and their vacation. Uh, everyone has wrapped up their responsibilities in Calgary, pretty much. And if you don't live there full-time, you're leaving, right? Like, you're, like, Tyler Toffoli and his wife and uh, Jake Evans of the Canadians are in Florida. Uh, Lindholm, Markstrom, and... The Andersons are back, or the Ander, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know why. Anyways, um, they're back in Sweden. Like players have moved on and are are enjoying their much deserved off season. But I feel like there is no bow on the end of the season. We don't have like a conclusive answer. We don't have any sort of direction from the coach. There's no like bow just to tie it all up and send it off like there's nothing there to say okay we're done like this is what happened we're going to hold ourselves accountable for what happened and deal with it uh that has not happened in the slightest and I think it's a little discouraging you know it is pretty much standard procedure that every coach or and or general manager goes out there and answers for what for for their quote unquote crimes or their you know the 
people want answers to these questions. They want to know what went wrong. What, what happened? Why wasn't this team able to pick themselves up and say, just play? What, what was going on? And we've talked about the lack of um, preparation being a big issue for the Flames. And, you know, it's just if you cannot go out there and do what, you know, you've practiced, then something else is going on. And it's just a little discouraging to see, especially after the season they had um, in 2020, 2022, you know. Um, I don't – I can't sit here and say – Oh, yeah, like, I I think he'll come out, like, towards, like, the middle of the offseason, maybe during free agency, and he'll give us a nice little, you know, hey, we we have this guy now, so he should help with the direction and make up for what we have, what we didn't have last season, an answer for things then. I just, I don't see that happening. I, I'm sure that he is already back in Viking, Alberta doing his thing, getting his farm ready. And if that's how ownership wants to handle it, then that's how ownership wants to handle it. And no one should just be like, "Hmm, okay, that's fine. Because it's it's not. And we're going to talk more about that coming up next because sheltering Daryl Sutter is not the answer. But before we do that, I do want to talk to you about game time. I am trying to get last minute tickets to Taylor Swift because I I have shows for one night but I need them for another as well and I have been scouring game time and they are making the ticket buying experience less stressful they're fast and easy to get tickets to any event including sports music comedy theater near you uh they have killer deals as well because there are flash sales and you have the best price guarantee and you don't have to stress. It's wonderful. But, um, you know, there are a few local shows to me that I'm probably going to snag my tickets through uh, from game time just because I didn't buy them when they were on sale. And of course, naturally, they are sold out. But snag the tickets without stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code, Locked on NHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And thank you everyone so much for hanging out with me today on Locked on Flames. Make sure that you are uh, subscribed and following Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts. And of course on YouTube as well. It's free 99. So go right ahead, right? I, mm, I, all season, it was very clear that ownership was sheltering Daryl Sutter. You know, um, there was never any... Like, in any other season, this man would have been fired. This man would have been fired. If you put him on any of the 31 other teams, he would have been gone. Dar- uh, Tree wanted him gone. But ownership said, no, you can't fire him. Why? Why? Things are going bad. They never turn back around. And this is like this is the things you get after putting nine years into ten years into an organization, I guess, right? But it should leave a sour taste in your mouth that the organization is letting this happen. They don't care about winning. They don't care about um, you know anything if they're just not going to 
have the face of the organization, the coach, the driving force behind the product you're putting out on the ice, speak to the media after a disappointing season. Why? Why can't he go out there for 20 minutes, answer, if that, you know, half an hour at most, and just answer questions? Okay, I get it. I want to know his thoughts. I want to know what, like, what conversations did he have? Were there any, you know, moments where he was kind of like, hey, maybe this could be done differently? What was his thought process? I love knowing people's creative processes. Like, I talk to other podcast hosts or other writers, and I love to know how they, like, assemble these ideas and put something out there. I want to know what Daryl Sutter was thinking when he put, Lucic on the second line. I want to know why he was scratching Adam Rizicka, why Matthew Phillips didn't get to play, why Jacob Pelletier was scratched for 11 games. Why, why was it acceptable for them to just play the way that they did? Why weren't there any changes, any positive changes within the organization? within the product you put on the ice, why did nothing get better? And I, I want to know what he thinks about the offseason. What what are his goals? You know, is he going to be sitting in on the general manager interviews? Is he going to, um, you know, talk to some of the players? Is he going to talk to other personnel in the team and around the league even to try to, you know, pick their brains and, you know, you need that collaborative mind. And it just does not feel like, like there's no hands in the pot, especially now that tree living is gone. Like there, it's a very hands-off approach. And to be quite honest, I don't like that. I don't think that that's a good move. And I'm not saying they have to go out here and present themselves. Like everything's fine when like, clearly it's just like a fire dumpster fire behind them. But like, what are they worried about? Why won't he go out there and just say it was a rough season, but we made it through. Here's how we're moving forward. Um, are they worried about him being short and snappy and just like not answering for his, <laughs> for his actions? And no, like, I don't know. I don't know if I, if I were the team's PR, Maybe you put together a list of things that you aren't going to talk about and send them to the, you know, hey, this is uh, Daryl's media availability. These are the things we're not talking about just because they're going on internally and we have to just, you know, deal with them. Or if you ask this question, you're going to get, oh, we're handling it internally sort of thing. It's being discussed. A very basic <clears throat> PR answer. It's that simple. It happens all the time. Not so much in sports, but with actors, musicians, any sort of like public figure, um, authors, politicians. You are not always going to get like a, a true answer. You're going to get something that's a little more diplomatic and like, you know, um, I. it's unfortunate that uh, Tree Living didn't want to be, uh, didn't want to stay with the the organization and uh, wish him the best. And I'm looking forward to sitting in on these meetings to find the next general manager. No one's going to ask him what he thinks about. Uh, well, I mean, I would, but I don't think people would sit there and ask him about, you know, Hey, what was your reaction when you found out that tree wanted to fire you? You know, I think 
people are more concerned about the bigger picture of the organization rather than, you know, I don't want to say small petty things because like he deserved to be fired, but transactional things like that, that just never transpired. Uh, and I, I want to know his, his true thoughts on an 82 game season behind the players performance, who stepped up, who kind of, who do you want to see more from next season? And, you know, with it basically sounding like Lucha's gone, do you have an idea of bringing in some younger guys? Or are you rolling with the veterans that you've been playing with and coaching since 1963? But <laughs> coming up next, we're going to talk about, you know, moving forward and how on earth do you move forward when your coach isn't answering anything. And thank you everyone so much for hanging out with me. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked on Flames, but also make sure you're following me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. Moving forward from here, it's not necessarily a difficult thing to do, but you don't have all the pieces to necessarily successfully move forward. I think that this is an instance where no response is a response. Daryl Sutter is just not interested in speaking with the media. Ownership doesn't want him speaking with the media because Lord knows everything that could come out of that. I think it, I think it'd be incredible. I, uh, mainly for selfish reasons, because I want to know his thoughts. Like fan, fan Jess is like, I need to know what this man says. I need to know what he thinks about this because I want to know that the organization and the team that I watch night after night after night invest my time and money into is going to be different next season. But we're not getting that. And is this something that we're going to see through the remainder of his contract? Just him not having to go out there and follow quite literally standard procedure it's very annoying. Um, I don't know if there is a better word for it than that, but I get it. The media is not entitled to anything. They're not. We're not. Fans aren't either. It's one of those things where, you know, if a guy doesn't want to talk to the media after a game, they don't have to. Um, you know, there's a whole team that assembles these things and puts them together but this doesn't feel like a situation where Daryl Sutter, like, can't handle, a, or not can't handle, but, you know, where it's in his best interest not to address the media. It creates a bigger, you know, divide, I would say, uh, between the season and the product that's going out on the ice next year. Because you don't know. You have no idea what he's thinking, what his thought process was through the season. Um, leaders answer for their team. You will always see leaders answer for their team. Whether that is, you know, someone like Michael Backlund. Michael Backlund did that night after night after night this season. And the guy coaching him can't be bothered to just, like, do something just address the media for 20 minutes um there's again no level of accountability there there's nothing because Sutter is just protected you can't have like I don't how do you move forward um 
and I get it, there's probably internal conversations, but from what we know right now, there's there's nothing from Sutter. He's apparently been told um, what the players have thought about him during their uh, exit interviews, but but what does Sutter think? What are his interpretation? What is his perception of this team? I want to know. You know, are they going to fire Kirk Miller and um, you know find another power play coach? Are they going to fire a goalie coach and bring someone else in to kind of, you know, give Markstrom and Vladar and possibly Wolf, uh, you know, a fresh start. What are they going to do to ensure success for next year? Because we don't have any idea of that. We don't know. We, this is the thing. I, this, I remember this from a writing class that I took in college and, um, we were talking about conspiracy theories. I know. Stay with me. I promise. <laughs> I promise this makes sense. But when you don't have answers and there's holes in a story, your brain just naturally fills in those blanks. And that's how like things just kind of spiral out of control and how rumors start, how and then they evolve into conspiracy theories and then you have people believing that like aliens are actually like I, I don't know. But you could quite literally make like Daryl Sutter your own worst enemy from the holes in their story in the story, or you could make him your best friend because you feel bad, you know. Oh, the media is too hard. It's a Canadian market. He shouldn't have to answer for this at his age. He's older. He should be able to just like go to the farm and just be with his family. Um, his son is in the Calder Cup playoffs. The man is going to be at the Saddle Dome. Stick him in a conference room, in the media room, for 20 minutes before a game. Like, in the afternoon, so media can get there and just have him talk. Have him talk. Doesn't have to be anything. It could be scripted. If they need someone to write a script, hello. I am happy to do it. I have written scripts before. I will happily help. But... <laughs> I can't do much. I can't do much without answers. And until we have some sort of idea, you shouldn't be happy either. You should not be content with how this organization is being ran. And and I get it. You know, it's not like the Arizona Coyotes where your team is just absolutely horrible, draft lottery team. You know, you're taking on contracts just to meet the cap floor blah 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 like no your coach can't answer for anything <laughs> there's nothing he's not answering for what happened this season he doesn't want to he didn't it, he made it very clear this season that he does not give one flying crap about Anything he says to the media, it's not, to him, he's like, oh yeah, it's just a joke. It's not a joke. It doesn't land like a joke. It's so disrespectful. So maybe that's why he's not talking. But uh, who knows? You know, we're only 12 days into this thing. So we've got, we've got a long time ahead of us. But thank you all for tuning in to today's episode of Lockdown Flames. As always, I'm Jess Belmosto. And thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. 
And of course, uh, make sure that you are subscribed and following for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it's available. And I will see you all tomorrow because we are going to dive into the playoffs. We're going to talk some playoffs, some playoff hockey.